1: Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. When do you anticipate the votes will be counted in total, those 400,000 plus votes?
2: Well, we have... uh we will be going into next week there's some onesie twosies uh, again pursuant to arizona law but i think that we'll see the lion's share here wrap up by early next week
1: okay. early next week can you give me a day are we early, talking monday or we
2: may may maybe I, as long as you won't hold it to hold me to it
0: can you tell us mister official mister election official when we might learn who won the election
2: so this is yet another topic Because Trump was involved in it earlier that a giant chunk of the country is dug in on, I guess, elections need to be a month long. And we just get used to the fact that election day is uh, you don't get results.
0: Our, Our whole lives.
2: Election night, you found out who won with very, very rare exceptions so rare they're barely worth mentioning election night mm-hmm. you stayed up late and saw who controlled co- co- congress who was president who was your sender whatever always and now we've just decided that we're not going to were all those elections not free and un- and fair
0: there was voter suppression, that's what they would say. And the only reason the the rules were wildly loosened is because of the pandemic. Now the pandemic's over, but the rules remain wildly loosened and and the damage is and it's funny we got an email from somebody who hasn't heard us made this argument or something. it introduces so much doubt on both ends, wild and woolly, you know, as I say, plastering the landscape with mail out ballots. Who get signed by whom, returned by whom, filled out by whom, nobody's sure. Then it takes days, weeks to count all these ballots, and we don't know who won for a long time. That introduces tremendous amount of tremendous amounts of doubt.
2: Well, right. So Tucker that was a clip from Tucker Carlson last night, and I just thought that was interesting because they're in was that Nevada or Arizona? Arizona. Uh, I just thought they were so um uh not worked up about the fact that, you know, we'll, we should have an, a result maybe early next week. Oh, okay, good. What? Yeah. What Sooner a, later. F- a full week later? In a tiny state? Are you kidding me? Florida had a result that night. Yeah. Um... Yeah, that's just amazing to me. But so Tucker went on to make the argument more or less that this is proof that the the election was stolen and fraudulent and all that sort of stuff. I'm not going there at all. I just what you just said, it just sows the seeds of doubt and makes people feel less comfortable with results and is going to make it worse over time. Wait till the first close election the Democrats lose and listen for the talk of what was going on during the weeks of counting. That'll be a different story. Oh yeah, absolutely it will. Um, we're about to wrap up our thirty minutes. Remember, we had a, a rich person join in, or you know, I you were you, you corrected me yesterday. There are lots of rich people. This is a person with money and generous. Yes, a generous person jump in yes. and say they would match us dollar for dollar on Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, mm-hmm. up to fifty thousand dollars. That's awesome. Yeah, fam- fabulous. So give now, give as soon as you can. So we should do a total here in just a little bit and see where we are in that whole thing, because your dollar doubled. If you gave $100, it was $200. Um, I was hoping for the political death of Stacey Abrams. I don't wish her any ill harm whatsoever or in her personal life or physically or anything like that. I hope she goes off to, uh, you know, garden or write books or whatever the hell she wants to do. But I don't want to hear about her anymore as the rock star of the Democratic Party and maybe a presidential candidate. And neither does the New York Times, it would seem. Um Eager to grab national spotlight, Abrams falls again on Georgia stage. And they will go pretty far in trying to make the argument on how she is a bad candidate and lots of quotes from behind the scenes of not a very pleasant person and that sort of thing that you don't usually see in a place like the New York Times. In her second bid for governor, Stacey Abrams was dogged by complaints that she was distracted by her national ambitions and disconnected from voters at home. And they go through a couple of different examples of things, including pointing out that Miss Abrams' 2021 book tour did not include stops in Georgia. So when she was going around trying to make uh, money off of her book and talking about how the election was stolen, she didn't campaign in the state where she thought she ought to be governor at all. She didn't go there with her book tour. In Miss Abrams' first campaign for governor for Georgia in 2018, it earned her the reputation as a fierce political tactician, the strategist who changed the state's politics and helped elect President Biden flip Senate control, blah, 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 blah. Um... Uh, in interviews, community leaders, campaign aides, state lawmakers, and other allies described Ms. Abrams, 48, as distracted by her obvious national ambitions and a personality more at home explaining intricate policy than engaging in glad blah, blah, blah. The portrait they paint helps answer the question, how does a politician who a few years ago was described as a once-in-a-generation star and uh, a liberal darling come up so short? The Abrams campaign was often described as insular and reluctant to take advice. By the final weeks, it was stunningly tied on money, refusing to spend money and buy advertisements to help anybody else out. So there's a lot of quotes in there about her being prickly and in an interview she did with us radio show and refusing to ask, answer questions. My only point being, the only reason the New York Times did that is they're done with her, too.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and they ought to throw in, and Brian Kemp is a terrific governor. He's very popular. Trump tried to kneecap him, and he still won in a landslide. So, you know, there's that. But, yeah, just the, the, the latest, you know, Stacey Abrams or Beto or whomever else that the New York media falls in love with. This is so ridiculous. By the
2: way, one more Stacey Abrams comment. The uh, Wall Street Journal has an opinion piece today for the left election denial is uh, only a thing of the right. And here's a quote from their article, because they list all the election deniers in the Republican Party and all the times that Republicans have denied the outcome of reelection. election. And here's a quote from the Wall Street Journal piece. Stacey Abrams, who ran for governor again in 2022 and lost to Mr. Kemp by almost a million votes, doesn't make the New York Times list of election deniers for two reasons. She didn't win, and she denied the wrong election. Yeah. None, <laughs> none of the election denying on the left, even when it's loud and proud and publicized all over the place, just doesn't make the cut for the New York Times list of election deniers. Right. I, can we break out of this and in, is it possible to break out of this? You only see your side just with either per I don't know if, if it's always on purpose or people have such blinders on they actually feel that way. Are they are the are the are the people that are writing these pieces and talking this talk, do they actually only see
0: election denying on the right? They just don't see it on the left? I, I, I think in most cases that's the only place they're looking. They're trying to make a point. They're trying to do damage or, or get ahead so they, they don't see any purpose in examining their own side. Their principles are fake. They're claiming principle to attack. But when that principle gets in the way of them getting ahead, they, they take it off like a raincoat. You know, we should probably play this
2: here, and then we got to do an update for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station pretty quick. Uh, Since we're on this topic, this is one of your MSNBC hosts, Anna Navarro, talking about how DeSantis won yesterday. Clip 59 there, Michael. Mm
3: -hmm. But listen, Ron DeSantis barely won in 2018 by 35,000 votes by the skin of his teeth against a black progressive, little known mayor from Tallahassee, Florida. It didn't. Yesterday, he won by 20 percentage points. Why? Because he gamed the system, because he turned Florida into an unlevel playing field. They changed election laws, making it harder to vote by mail. They paraded uh, a bunch of people, black people, that they arrested for uh, voting fraud and paraded them in front of national media. He created an election police.
2: There you go. So that's how Ron DeSantis won. He created election police. He scared black people into not voting by parading people who had committed fraud. In front of the cameras. I don't know about parading anywhere. They, they committed fraud, makes the news. Uh and uh not open enough with the mail in balloting. So there you go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Another stolen an election by the right. Exactly. Stop the steal. So do you want to do a total here or after the break? Uh, an update yes Uh we could um yeah i have one more point about the election i came across some really really good analysis uh i could i could share that with you after the uh, the break i guess i don't
2: know awesome and you can join in the conversation anytime you want we've kind of been taking a cue from you on your mood and all this sort of stuff post-election this week our text line is 415-295-KFTC
1: armstrong and getty
0: Armstrong and Getty
2: show. We haven't even brought out the big guns for uh forcing you? Yeah, that's well, not that's not yeah. T- yeah, encouraging. I don't think that's too strong a word forcing you to donate to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station when Joe and I get out the me with the fiddle him with the trombone later in the show. Oh,
0: the beautiful Barbering. harmony of the fiddle and trombone. So we had hundred so maybe next segment. F- the fiddle and the trombone together again. Uh Bach in particular loved to to pair those two instruments.
2: A hundred dollars from Freeding Loving Conservative and Dumbass Commie Oregon. Okay? Because we have people listening all around the country. Uh <laughs> thank you for that contribution from Dumbass Commie Oregon. <laughs> here's a here's a here's a contribution contribution. It's kind of funny, but it's too low. You got if you want to get your funny name mentioned, you gotta give at least twenty five dollars. Yeah, at least. Can't have you giving your funny name. A stolen cheesecake is in for $25. (laughs) Unclear where they got that cheesecake. (laughs) Oh, that's fantastic. Um, This is a good one. We see this now and then. People who have given memory of someone who served Baby Luis in memory of Soldier Luis in for $40. And thank you very much. Joe's Drop, Rinse, and Eat Ribs, if you've never heard that story, Mm. in for $50 as Joe Dropped Some Ribs. Pick them up off the ground, rinse them off, and then serve them to people unknowingly. Which They're is, delicious. I believe the work of a sociopath.
0: Mm. They're delicious. Is a sick enough. They were great. They're fine. Please, doormat seasoned ribs. Hey, uh, where my whales be? Look off the port bow, yar. Jack's ill fitting shoes down for a thousand dollars. Peggy gave a thousand, as did Michael, so bizarre and so grotesque, contributed a thousand dollars, and also a thousand dollars from fancy flower vase water, which I swigged down at my daughter's wedding. Whoops.
2: <laughs> the ghost of Jack's chicken, fifty dollars. i would be a rooster <laughs> that I shot. Uh Michael's They're mom, all chickens. Michael's mom at In N Out. I don't know, is that your mom at In N Out? I don't know. Or is that, is that like a your mom joke? I don't know what that is. Michael's mom? What? I'm not sure. Anyway, Gladys, rolled the drums, and uh, we'll do a little quick update on where we are. Our goal, you have to remember, was $500,000 by close of business today. And we're at $488,950. Basically
0: $489,000. Come on, you gotta put us over the top. You just gotta.
2: Can we get that at last 11000 in the next, like, 10 minutes? I think we can.
0: Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is an incredible organization. Give now Armstrongagetty.com. Please, this country's been good to you. Be good to our fighting men and women. Uh, So some uh, analysis of the election that I found very compelling, and uh, especially because it is from a liberal outlet, and they're talking about uh, liberal states and trends and that sort of thing, and, and I think they've got it right They're talking about how weird the election was for a midterm election because the president's party usually gets hammered, especially a president with an approval rating below 50%. Republicans should have run rough shod, but you have to look state by state at exit polling. Really interesting. Interesting. Uh, let's see. New York Times says, uh, in our era of increasingly nationalized elections, we've come to expect that trends in one part of the country will play out in others as well. Yeah. Instead, this year we saw a split. Republicans fared exceptionally well in some states, including Florida and New York. In others like Michigan and Pennsylvania, Democrats excelled. How can we make sense of it all? The result seems to be about a pair of issues in the forefront of politics now, so-called democracy and abortion. Yeah. And again, most national polls said the Democrats were going to get hammered.
2: Yeah, um, uh, people who follow New York close more closely than I say it was an earthquake of an election in New York, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I still am not convinced of the various punditry on what caused people to. I think it's the brand. I think the Republican brand nationally is just so damaged.
0: But well, yes, but that—that's the point. Is it's not a national thing. It's not a brand thing. Um, At least not in the same way. Compare New York and uh, Pennsylvania. The states border each other across the state line. It, it looks the same, yet their elections look like different universes. Democrats excelled, uh, swept every contested House seat. John Fetterman won the race for U.S. Senate by a much wider margin than Biden had won the state. Uh, Josh Shapiro, the Democratic nominee for governor, won in a landslide. On the other side, as you said, it was an, an earthquake for Republicans. Um, although the Democratic incumbent uh, governor held off a Republican challenger, unfortunately. The most obvious difference was the implications for, quote-unquote, abortion and democracy, um, where either there was a perception among moderate women that abortion was at risk, or... There was a serious election denier stop the steal person Mm. running. You saw much bigger victories for Democrats. So those
2: issues were the same all over the country, but the emphasis of the candidate would be
0: different. Well, in in a blue state, there's no risk to uh, moderate women's moderate abortion
2: rights. Yeah, my own anecdotal evidence, though, is that uh, the 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 super progressive crowd, even in a blue state where it wasn't going to be a problem for you, were actually really
0: really upset about the abortion thing. But I don't know. Right, right. Again, this is you know this is exit polling and and the rest of it. But they're like uh, this uh, Doug Mastriano guy in in. Uh, Pennsylvania, he's a super election denier, stop the steal guy, uh, the, the fixed, uh, the voting machines, blah, blah, blah. And so there was a perception that if this guy gets in, he's going to screw up the right. electoral system. Right. Um, and in a moderate and reddish states where there were proposals on the table to seriously limit uh, access to abortions, like beyond what most Americans would say, that's about right. Right. Um, There was a huge turnout in the I've got to protect abortion crowd.
2: DeSantis was, was, is pretty moderate on the whole abortion thing compared to a
0: lot of other Republicans. Yes. Yeah, that's another good for instance. Now, he's also very popular and a great governor, but yeah, there wasn't a huge perceived threat to abortion rights in Florida. Uh, nor is he a, a crazy election denier type. So there was no perceived, we got to get rid of this guy or, or we're going to lose our democracy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it depended on the level of threat state by state that people, moderate voters perceived. Uh, I, uh, Carrie Lake at a rally on election night or the night before actually said in Arizona, runner for governor, um, and it looks like she's going to lose, but uh, they can't seem to get their act together in Arizona. Um, she said, are there any McCain uh, fans in the House tonight? If there are, get out. We don't want you.
2: The most popular politician,
0: maybe just short of Barry Goldwater in Arizona's history. And as Mark Teason put it, who's was a conservative in the WAPO. Um, he said, in a purple state, you said something like that? You said to moderate voters on your side to get the hell out because you didn't want them? Is she insane? Whoops. Was the lottery racist? Apple
2: had the biggest day in the history of companies in the world and a bunch of other stuff on the way.
1: Armstrong. by visiting musicgives.org. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Have you guys seen this, the National Park Service has asked visitors to stop licking hallucinogenic toads. <laughs> Then the toads issued a statement telling the National Park Service to mind their own business. Wait a second. If you're the type of person who would lick a toad, I'm guessing you don't listen to a lot of government advisories. Yeah.
2: Um, Just got the fiddle out of the case for the first time since roughly a year ago when I put it in the case. Having played to raise money for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. We're looking at doing that next segment if you don't know what that's all about. Uh, maybe turn your dial down volume just a tiny bit. <laughs> You'll
0: never forget it. Yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm exactly. looking at this uh, this toad warning. This is hilarious. It went instantly viral. I guess, of course, can make you sick if you handle the toad or get the poison in your mouth. These toads are poisonous. They're not uh, the- whatever. You know, a bunch of toad lickers out there. I'm not worried about it. Lick 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 the hell out of it. Yeah, Yeah. Go ahead. Go go out into the wild, grab up animals, and start licking on them. I think that's a great idea for you. Eat random
2: things, lick random things, do whatever you want. So, I wish I'd listened to my own advice. Uh, I was reading from the Motley Fool, what, two days ago, in the midst of a uh, dip. Buy the
0: dip! Yes, we know. We know.
2: The stock market had really taken a dip or a dump earlier in the week, and tech stocks in particular. And the Motley Fool was saying, this is where millionaires are made and was pointing out a few tech stocks in particular where, you know, they're going to bounce back. Here's a good chance to jump in. And, and by the time I was done talking about it, people had bid them up already. But the world's most valuable company, which is Apple, was Tesla briefly. But uh, the world's most valuable company which has been Apple quite a few times, uh, much of the last many years, Mm -hmm. added $190.9 billion in market value yesterday, the most ever by a company. Uh, The softer-than-expected Flacia data, they say, but, you know, they're always guessing to a certain extent. Um, but so they they had set a, a record of one hundred ninety point eight billion in February and beat it by one hundred with one hundred ninety point nine billion. But so two of the biggest
0: days in the history of uh, a big giant corporation. Yeah, well, it's it's all about the volatility, isn't it, of the stock market these days? Yeah, goes well, way up, goes way down.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> Apple has had very very strong earnings. Um, the people are loving the uh, iPhone fourteen, I guess, and mm-hmm. uh, and the Apple watches. So.
0: There you go. Yeah, I think I'm going to get one, finally. Although, it takes me weeks and weeks to do these things. Get you a know. what? Uh, the iPhone, the new iPhone. Mm, the 14. I'm still rocking an 8 with a cracked screen. But no watch? Nah. I love the watch. That's my
2: one, That's my second favorite Apple product of all time, easily, is the watch. The lottery has been accused of systemic racism after the massive Powerball payout. Here's one thing you might not know unless you've ever been to Altadena, California. This is kind of funny and just slipped by because most people don't have never even heard of Altadena. It's right next to Pasadena. It's above, Alta, above, whatever, Alta means in Spanish, but it's mm. just above Pasadena. It's gorgeous, and within, because uh, I've driven by that very place and sold the lottery ticket multiple times, there are houses within a two blocks of that place that hurt your eyes. They're so spectacular. I mean, it is... An unbelievable place to live, Altadena. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I hope it wasn't one of those people that won the two million dollars. <laughs> oh, that'd be
0: funny, a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, how much
2: would that suck? Why did you even buy a ticket? Uh, my my sense of lottery tickets has been it's inversely related to wealth and income. Don't you think? Mostly buying lottery tickets. Mostly? Oh yeah,
0: that's that's pretty well known.
2: So yeah. I'm, I'm hoping it's somebody that you know cleans the pool for that guy's house or washes their car or something like that. That, one that I was actually
0: know. on my way uh, home from the caviar store when I realized, oh, my goodness, we don't have a spoon with which to eat the caviar in the park. So I stopped at this humble so-called convenience store to see if they might have a, a plastic spoon. And I thought, well, why not buy a lottery ticket? Ha, 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 ha. Some guy's got $10 billion in the bank.
2: <laughs> right. Researchers told CNN that despite the extremely low chance of winning, state lotteries still aggressively market the lottery and sell tickets to low-income communities at higher rates. Getting to what I was just talking about. Thus misleading Americans to believe it will help them quickly generate wealth. These communities are disproportionately made up of black and brown people. Critics say the consequence is that marginalized people will be driven into deeper debt by a system that is transferring wealth out of their communities. Well, I don't know about that, but... I think if more people in those communities are buying tickets, i got to believe more people in those communities are winning when they do win, although very few people win. You can almost say nobody wins uh, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, substanti- a substantial amount of money, and you'd be pretty close to accurate.
0: You know, once in a while I just stop and I think about the uh, moral implications of a state running a lottery, and it's repugnant. <laughs> I, I don't care that much. Um, but it's, it's indefensible. It's awful.
2: Well, if you, if you're a fan of freedom and human beings making decisions for themselves and stupid should hurt, you know, I'm, I'm fine with whoever's buying lottery tickets, but yeah, but the idea that we're filling our
0: coffers with gambling by the unwise, come on.
2: And, and they use that money to put up billboards with smiling people, making it seem like it's you're going to win too. You're right, not the cover. No. Yeah, th-
0: yeah, ask James Madison what he thinks about this. He'd sock you right in the mouth with his little fists. He's dead as a hammer. Well, yeah, it's a m- metaphor. it's a, it's a, I don't know, it's a dreamscape. It's a Um
2: I, I don't buy lottery tickets and I have uh I've said why before. There was a period of my life where I did buy lottery tickets and uh, I know that, that that period of my life, I was uh, not in good shape and had no plan for my life, and it was a desperate, sad, stupid thing that I was spending any time buying lottery tickets and thinking about what I would do with the money. So just for me personally, it just reminds me of a really stupid period of my life. Um, I don't. That doesn't mean that's what you're doing when you buy a lottery ticket, but for me to have any put any energy, and I mean any energy, into, you know what's going to get me out of my stupid decisions is the freaking lottery. That's a moronic way to live your life. I don't want my kids to live that way. I don't want to live that way.
0: Yeah, Jack's told this story before. It's really uh, dramatic if you've never heard it. It was that third night in a row Coming home from his male strip show job, where he had zero tips, not a single dollar. Well, somebody did pay me $5 to get further away from them. <laughs> to put your clothes Which at least on. was gas money home. Here, here's a five. Put your pants back on. <laughs> could, you hey, cover, uh... could you cover that
2: thing up?
1: Here's a ten spot.
0: <laughs> Use it to cover your... Anyway, uh, home, home security is more important than it's been in many decades, unfortunately. Uh, crime rampant, in particular property crime. Uh, but this is some great news. The number one rated Simply Safe Home Security System you can get for 50% off. The, the price of the system itself, and then the 24-7 professional monitoring service that's so advanced, I mean, it's way better than the other monitors, costs under a dollar a day. That's less than, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professionally installed system.
2: Yeah, in an emergency, Simply Safe uses fast protect TM technology, that's exclusively from SimpliSafe, to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get priority police response. They're really good, and it doesn't cost much, and you're not. Locked into a contract?
0: Yeah, I want you to understand that the Simply Safe just doesn't reach out to the local cop shop and say, "Yeah, there's an alarm going off." They say we have a break-in. There is a burglary in progress because they know. Go to simplysafe.com/slash Armstrong today. Get fifty percent off a new system. Simplysafe.com/slash Armstrong. Don't forget to use our code simplysafe.com/slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe.
2: So um, uh, not to belabor the whole lottery thing, and I think everything being called racism is really tiring, but uh, it, there's no doubt that gambling, two major initiatives voted down in California that would have expanded the uh, gambling to people, but there's no doubt that gambling lottery or casinos or whatever is marketed more toward poor people, because just like I said, that I'm poor, but less wealthy, Um it's inversely related your your wealth and success to likelihood to buy lottery tickets so do we have a problem with that or not or is it just advertising to people who are more likely to buy your product
0: you know the the presence of the marketing i guess is part of what bothers me that you are you are trying to convince someone of something which is perfectly reasonable um but but then the money it's gambling and the money flows into the state coffers i just i don't i don't know it's it's i just think it's morally indefensible but and constitutionally indefensible i don't mean it's it's unconstitutional but it goes against the very idea of the country the government bilking dumb people out of their money
2: yeah the government coming up with slogans like you can't win if you don't play you know just which is true but you, you you're leading people to well i don't know well, I'm going and I don't back wanna, and forth as a libertarian with people having the choice to ignore that and be smart enough to realize that's a stupid slogan. Yeah, but as a
0: libertarian, you can't have the government in that enterprise.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, you can't. Yeah, if it were just gambling in general, I'd I'd say, hey, I, I, you shouldn't. But I don't care. You live your life; it's yeah, not mine. But
2: that's the you know, I always bring this up. The problem is that's fine if you don't live in a welfare state. But if you live in a welfare state where you sitting there gambling away your money means i got to pay for you in your old age, then I do have a problem with gambling. So how do you you fix that problem?
0: You're right. It's a real conundrum. And I did not mean to suggest that anybody who plays the lottery is dumb. That's not it at all. I've done it myself. It's kind of fun. Um, I'm just saying people who squander money that they can't afford to squander on lottery tickets, that's really, really dumb. Um, Anyway. I actually do Uh, play
2: the lottery once a year. My mom gets everybody a lottery ticket for Christmas. For some reason, it's kind of a family tradition.
0: Speaking of things that are uh, dumb uh, or repugnant or shouldn't be, I've decided I just, I I can admire Elon Musk's intelligence, his energy and his innovation, but he's not a good human being. You don't Based think it's purely it- on, he knocks out kids and, and doesn't raise them. Oh, okay,
2: you're going with that angle. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I've condemned that in many people. Did you get um, any new information on that or just thought about it?
0: Just thought about it for a couple of reasons. Uh, Twitter is in the news a lot, and I'm not as nearly as concerned as a lot of humankind seems to nope, be about what happens n- at Twitter.
2: Nobody is really, except that one percent that chatter on Twitter all the time. They're chattering at each other about how awful it is.
0: Oh, and uh, you know, and we got an email from Elaine uh, Anonymous. I'll just say that whose uh, dad took off when she was an infant, leaving her and her siblings uh, fatherless. And she said, anybody who does that's a scumbag. You know, granted, uh, Elon Musk's baby mamas have money, more money than they can use.
2: Nah, no, yeah, uh-huh. but, yeah it's but still, it's, it's terrible. The kid doesn't, money up to a certain point is nice, so they got food and get to go to school. But past that, the very basics, no, you need your yeah. freaking parents. That's what you need. You know, you're right, and if it were some you know, NFL star who had 10 kids they never pay any attention to, I'd condemn it roundly.
0: Right. Yeah. Here, here. Meanwhile, the uh, process of uh, muskizing Twitter is uh, going rather shakily as he trots out a program, then retracts it and then uh, tells everybody, if you don't come in full time, at least 40 hours a week in the office, you're fired. Um, And we'll see how that shakes out over the next couple of weeks. I mean, it's he has the right to do that. Absolutely. Uh, remote work is not a human right, uh, but it will be uh, interesting to observe how that goes. Um, and then finally, it uh, didn't take long for someone to take advantage of the new $8 per month for a blue check mark, a verified account pretending to be LeBron James, fooled many NBA fans on Wednesday. Uh, The blue check alongside a duplicate of LeBron's current profile pic was enough to whip users into a frenzy after the parody account uh, account announced that uh, LeBron was requesting a trade from the Lakers. I'm officially requesting a trade. Thank you, Lakers Nation, for all the support through the years. On to bigger and better things. (laughs) Uh, And uh, I guess Laker Nation went crazy. (laughs) He
2: should have said... By the way, I'm not better than Michael Jordan or something like that. Really stir people
0: up. <laughs> Yeah, that would have been funny. And then uh, another account which claimed to be NFL insider Adam Schefter, who's a big deal if you follow the NFL. He's a, a journalist commentator. Falsely stated that the Las Vegas Raiders had fired their head coach. Uh, that was not true. Um, even though he had a blue check mark next to Adam Schefter, I don't know what Elon was thinking.
2: There are a I, bunch I, of fake ones that got news yesterday. There was a fake Elon. There was a fake Trump. There was a fake all kinds of different people. Yeah,
0: so, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know what
2: that process was either. So we got to leave plenty of time to play the trombone oh, and the yeah. fiddle. Do we want to do? Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up. Uh, if you've never heard it, it's it's something. Um, and plenty of news. And if you, did you hear about what Trump said about Desantis? You probably should if you haven't. Our text line, 415-295-KFTC.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. A federal judge in Texas has blocked President Biden's student loan forgiveness program, saying it skirted congressional authority.
3: The Justice Department has said it is appealing the decision, but it throws the program, which was already on hold due to a separate lawsuit, into more legal limbo.
2: It doesn't matter, though. They got all the credit that they needed from the gesture, Mm -hmm. and who knows to what extent that affected votes, and then they didn't need to follow through. It didn't need to actually happen. We're into the era of you'll do things that are unconstitutional as a virtual signal, and uh, that's fine.
0: Yeah, I'm glad something blatantly unconstitutional is probably going to be struck down, although I haven't really looked into this ruling yet. Um, But in terms of uh, why they did it, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. And they screwed with all of those poor young people, mostly young people who thought they were going to have $10,000, $20,000 of debt forgiven. Just jerked them around. The
2: fallout from the election continues in the analysis. We'll get into that more in hour number three. The mainstream media missed the rise of Trump. I think they're missing the fall of Trump, actually. Talk about that more next hour.
0: Yes, indeed. Uh, so a trio of crime stories, I guess. Uh, this is uh, really odd. Russian President Vladimir Putin's former KGB mentor and one-time crony, who later became an outspoken critic, has died from a mysterious ailment. Eternal memory to him, wrote uh, the government, blah, blah, blah. Yes, he died mysteriously uh, of an unexplained illness. So that's, a, that's crazy. Wow. At least he didn't plunge out of window probably got a belly full of that polonium yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. Uh moving along. The uh, police in Boulder, Colorado have announced a new probe into the murder of Jean Bennett Ramsey. I saw that. But 26 the, years ago
3: the, she was killed.
2: The article I saw, boy, we probably have a bunch of people listening that don't even maybe don't even know the name Jean Bennett Ramsey. Um uh little girl found dead and they never solved it. Um I didn't see any details as to why they
0: reopened the case. Have they given any details? Well, yeah, a couple of things. Number one, you just never stop looking for a child murderer. And so they've given it to their cold case uh, review team to continue digging. Also, uh, the state of DNA science is now advanced to the point, And they did find some DNA um, that mm. now they're going to go into those database, uh, da- databases and see if they can find oh, a clue like uh, the... The Golden State Killer thing or sure. uh, innumerable other cases. Well, that like. could
2: give you a result in days. Oh, all of a sudden, you
0: plug it into a database and bingo. Wow. It, it could lead to something. And also, I retweeted, as did uh, Tim Sandifer and, and many other people, uh, a, a Twitter thread by Leah Remini, the actress uh, turned harsh critic of Scientology. Well, she was a Scientologist and then
2: soured on it.
0: Right, right, exactly, for good reason. Um, and she tweets, many of you know about Shelley Miscavige, I think is how it's pronounced. Forgive me if it's not, but the wife of Scientology's leader, David, who's been missing for over 15 years. Well, I have a hell of an update for you. Uh, and she goes into, in detail, and we don't have time to read it all now, all of the cops on the LAPD who seem to be in bed with Scientology.
2: Really? That's yeah. That's interesting.
0: Yeah, well, they write huge checks. For causes and charities. Okay,
2: Okay. so it's not they're all Scientologists. It's just there's a... a, a, a,
0: Okay, gotcha. Well, you know, some of them might be, um, but they have enormous power, money, and influence in the L.A. area and can get cool stuff for you or cool opportunities for you. Or, again, you need uh, $20,000 for the uh, Hollywood Police Department youth development programs, for instance. There's a picture here. They just write you a check. And she is publicly, directly naming names and making accusations at length. And in a very non-crazy way, it is all very, very buttoned up. She has lots of evidence.
2: And I got to believe she's someone that knows what she's messing with in terms of kind of half accusing a rich person of something. See Amber Heard?
0: Well, and she asked where was her friend, this missing woman, years and years ago, and was punished severely for even asking the question. Interesting. We'll have to
2: follow that one. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty on demand. Armstrong
1: and. Get- by visiting musicgives.org.
3: Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health.